What's up everybody? This is David checking in for another Room 217 podcast. And it is storming its ass off as we speak. It's thundering, it's lightning, we have flash flood watches and warnings, so it's a it's a spooky night to be podcasting about horror. So tonight's a good one. I'm gonna be talking about The great Lucio Fulci, one of the greatest Italian horror directors ever in the horror genre. Uh, I will be doing this solo. Uh, Erica will not be joining me for this one because she's not really familiar with Lucio Fulci. She knows of him and heard of some of his movies, but I haven't actually had the chance to like introduce her to that world I, I really need to because you know it's it's some good work uh she would just have to get through the you know the dubbed in english which doesn't bother me uh i've gotten used to that i just can't do subtitles <laughs> so i first heard of lucio fulci when i was in high school <clears throat> we were talking horror movies to somebody and he mentioned you ever seen the movie zombie I was like no I haven't even heard of that movie yet so I went to my local circuit city and what do you know they had it for like ten dollars very cheap so I bought it went home watched it with my best friend Mike and at the time, I wasn't as impressed. I just thought it was okay. And I don't know what happened to that DVD copy till this day. I don't know if I got rid of it or sold it. I don't know what happened to it. But time went on and I started discovering all these other movies by him, by these trailers. And... That's when I started to develop more of an interest of Lucio Fulci. So I wound up repurchasing Zombie. It was like an anniversary DVD that I believe is probably, you probably can't find this no more. At the time, it was like a limited edition, I even think. Watched it again and. It took me a second time to watch it and actually really like it a lot. You know, I mean, this was... He had done some work, I believe, before this, but this was the, you know, the one that, like, opened the door for, you know, what he would be known as, known for. So, um... After... I mean, there's not much I could say about Zombie. I mean, you know, the the makeup effects are really good. The, you know, it's a pretty pretty good storyline. It's a it's a good movie for sure. Um I haven't watched it. I haven't watched that in a while, to be honest with you. It's been a good while. It it's it's been a minute. But um so 
around the time I was getting into him, we had uh, video stores at the mall and they would have these shelves that sold these cheap movies that were like up to $10. And I remember buying two of his movies that were actually both part of the uh, Gates of Hell trilogy. And for those of you who don't know about that, uh, he created something called the Gates of Hell trilogy. It was three movies that were... I I don't know if they were connected or it was just similar, like, you know, like apocalyptic, like, hell's gonna take over stories, but there was three movies. There was City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, and House by the Cemetery. Uh, the first one I ever saw was The Beyond, which is the second of that trilogy. The order of the trilogy is City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, and House by the Cemetery. That's the order. But I bought a DVD copy for like five bucks. Um, it wasn't called The Beyond, though, because it goes by another title. It go also goes by Seven Doors of Death. Which, if I remember, actually has a different music score than the Beyond. I can't confirm that. I I, I can't recall that. My memory is definitely <laughs> beyond over that. But um, I uh so I bought the Seven Doors of Death, and that's that's till this day is probably my favorite. Fulci movie of all his movies. Um, it definitely, I definitely, you know, fell in love with it the first time. The one thing that really fascinated me about that movie was the fact that it was filmed here. It was filmed in New Orleans and was filmed somewhere up north of Louisiana. But um, we have what's considered the longest bridge on water. It's called the Causeway. And he shut down the Causeway to film like one or two scenes on that bridge. It is, that is so cool. I mean, I, I love that, man. Um, but it's, it's a, it's pretty, you know, like any Fulci movie. It's graphic. Um, it. It's got a lot of... One thing about him, he always had some crazy deaths. Like, his stuff is very gruesome and crazy. And the Beyond definitely has a bunch of that for sure. Um, it's... <laughs> I don't know, I'm like speechless of it right now. It, um... So when I bought it the first time, it was actually an R-rated cut. Uh, one thing about him, you never want to watch anything R-rated done by Fulci, because they're graphic. Pretty much all his movies have some kind of unrated, like, cut. But, I mean, at the time, you know, hey, that's, that's all I can get, you know. At that time, I mean, there was no streaming. When a movie was going out of print, 
you thought it was going forever. We didn't know that it would be reprinted or reissued. So you had to get what you got. And that's what that's how I took that. So I rebought, repurchased that years later at a Barnes and Noble of all places. Barnes and Nobles, um, it's still like this, but um they used to be like a last resort to find like really hard to find stuff. Like I'm not even kidding. And they still have stuff in there that's like wow, like I can't believe they're selling this. Like like it'll blow your mind, man. Um that I wound up buying it from there. And one, it was an updated, you know, at the time, you know, updated, you know, transfer with picture, but it was also an unrated cut. And it was cut, and this, the copy that I own now is uh, called The Beyond. It's not The Seven Doors of Death. But, man, like, it's a great flick. Like, it really is. Um, there's a few, you know, areas I recognize from the city. Some, I don't. Uh, mainly the house. I think that house is what was filmed up north. Uh, I've never been there. So, and that that is a place I would like to check out one day. That'd be pretty cool. I've driven over the causeway. God knows how many times in my life, so... I'm definitely familiar with that, um, but I I recommend checking that out for sure. You know, um, so the other movie I wound up buying it was at Sam Goody was uh, the House by the Cemetery. Um, again, I paid like five bucks for it, and it was only an R cut, but. That's what I had. So, this is the last of the trilogy. Um, it, this one was interesting. It's, this one almost reminded me of like a eerie like ghost story, sort of. Because, you know, it all takes place in a house. And, you know, you have this little boy who is seeing you know this kid playing with this kid who's a ghost and a bunch of weird shit just keeps happening in this house that this family moves in like it was just eerie man like it was it was graphic too you know like <laughs> I don't even have to say that but I am but it I don't know it it's an entertaining movie. Believe it or not, of all the movie, his movies, I want to say that and the beyond, I have probably watched the most. Believe it or not. Hey, <coughs> oh, I am so sorry about that, people. I just like sneezed. <laughs> My owl. It, I'm sure I sound horrible right now but it's because my allergies have been like bad it's been very bad but anyway so how about a cemetery you know you got this you know boy who's got and the kid that they chose for this movie he has some 
pretty like blue eyes like it's like the prettiest eyes I've ever seen on a kid which you know kids alone in a horror movie sometimes make it creepy looking you know I always say that joke you know because I've seen children in a corn I will if I ever like drove near a cornfield and saw a child my ass is not stopping I am pumping the gas pedal and I am getting the fuck out of there no joke but uh so this movie I wound up repurchasing like two years ago oh excuse me I'm sorry guys um I was at a we were at a horror convention and I believe it was the Severn Films boot and I remember seeing that there I was like oh man like I gotta get this cause one this was a blu-ray copy and believe it or not it's the only Lucio Fulci movie I own a blu-ray all my other movies are DVD but the buying this really wasn't for the blu-ray it was for the unrated cut cause I wanted you know and I've only seen the R-rated cut, you know, just like the Beyond one or two times before. So I don't know what extra gore is added, but it's in there, I'm sure. It's got to be if it's unrated. And that's what I was just leaning more towards. But I bought it, and man, it looks good on Blu-ray. It really does. Um... I've watched that Blu-ray about two times, I want to say, since I owned it. And it's only been two years, and I don't know. It's just something about that movie, I guess, that I like. I love, I don't know, fascination with cemeteries, you know, so. And haunted-related stuff in a house. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I think... So I know you can watch you can watch a bunch of his movies on Shutter, the app. I would highly recommend you know checking that out. He's got a few of his movies on there. So um, so I know I'm going out of order here. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is City of the Living Dead, which is the first of the Gates of Hell trilogy. So I used to own this and. I had an unrated copy. That's all you could find of this. And there was a time where I liked this movie. But about a year ago, I tried watching it. I don't know. I just I couldn't get into it. It just bored me. Really, the coolest thing to me about this movie is when... The girl looks at the priest's eyes and literally starts vomiting her organs. Like, like I'm not even kidding. Like, she just starts vomiting, like, her intestines, her heart, her liver. Like, all of it just comes out and her eyes start bleeding. That's, like, the coolest scene of the movie. Like, it's so gross, but so, like... I don't know like I've never seen anything like that before like it's just brilliant but that's like the only scene that I, I, I always loved um, but I don't know I just 
couldn't get into it like I remember like liking it at one time. And it happens. I mean, there's movies, you know, you see a long time ago, and you watch it, you know, again, and you're like, why did I like this? Or you just like, I don't like this anymore. It happens, and that's one of them, unfortunately. But, you know, it's the Gates of Hell trilogy, you know, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery. I mean, still check them out. That I recommend it. So, so one of my other favorites by him, and I discovered this one. Um, there used to be, a, I mean, there's a bunch of horror websites. Um, there was one or two. I don't remember. Excuse me, guys. God, I'm sorry. This is probably a, the worst podcast ever. <laughs> um, I don't remember this website, but there was a website where you could watch like band trailers, graphic trailers, uh, scenes, like lost footage scenes that you can now see in like Blu-rays and collect collection editions. But this is how I discovered uh, the New York Ripper. Uh, it showed uh, a band trailer, and pretty much the the premise of this movie is there's a serial killer in New York who is pretty much like Jack the Ripper. He's cutting females up, but he's like making these calls, especially to the police, in a Donald Duck voice. Like I'm not kidding, he sounds just like Donald Duck. And dude, like so. You know, the the graphic nature in this movie, it's like, wow. Because, I mean, he's shoving knives up, you know, certain female areas that are pretty graphic. But the one scene, spoiler alert, that's like, wow, is he kills this girl with a razor blade. Like, he... So, first, he starts, like, cutting her chest... He cuts one of her nipples in half. That looks wicked crazy. Then, and the the way this effect is done, it, it's like bizarre. So he starts cutting her from the top of her head through her eye. And you can like see the eye like moving and twitching as it's cutting through with the blood. Obviously, it was probably, a, you know, a mechanical prop head. But just the way it looks, it's like, holy shit. Like, wow. And it has one of those endings that's like, it's got a twist. <clears throat> like, so it's like you think, how can I explain it without giving anything away? Because I don't want to spoil the end. But, so like, two people are on the phone at the same time, and you hear the Donald Duck voice. One of them. <clears throat> is the killer and the other is not but you don't know because you just see the eye so it like leaves you a mystery for like like less than a minute like okay who is it and then you eventually find out you're like whoa didn't see that coming and it's just wow um it's definitely definitely got a lot of sexual like nature into the, in this movie he brought out a lot more sexuality in this, you know, sexual stuff. 
Um, definitely would not recommend Lucio Fulci to anybody younger, for sure. <laughs> That's Don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that one I know for a fact is on shutter because i've almost put it on a bunch of times but i was like eh maybe maybe later but i need to sit that back down and watch that i haven't watched that one in a while and i do love that one a lot god my copy is from right at the high school at virgin megastore when it was in new orleans that that's insane dude but check it out man definitely <clears throat> so um that's one we're going to talk about. This is one that I discovered um, from a local haunted house that uh, used to be around. It's not here no more. It got replaced. But they used to play just random scenes from horror movies on a screen outside. And I used to be fascinated by that. I treated it like, you know, watching a movie before you go into a haunted house, you know. Oh, excuse me, guys. Oh, I know that's gross. I'm sorry. Uh, it adds, adds grossness to the podcast. That's horror. <laughs> but, um... So this one, um... They would show these scenes from movies. And there was this one scene they showed. It was this guy... Who was trying to kill this girl, lady. Who was ugly. And had a beard. And he's trying to poison her. So she winds up throwing it up because I, I forget why. <clears throat> and um, the guy gets so annoyed. He's like, if I had it, I'm going to kill this bitch. And just pulls out this stick and just like just starts beating the shit out of her. Chasing her into the kitchen. And I think he like burns her face in the oven. <clears throat> Something like that. I was like, wow. This movie looks crazy. And again, I discovered it. I didn't know the name of it. Could just be like, hey, what's the name of this movie? But I found a trailer from Lucio Fulci just out of the blue one day. And there it was. It was called Touch of Death. Basically, it's about this guy who marries wealthy women. And then kills them to take their inheritance become rich and he kills them you know in these awful ways <clears throat> um it um if i recall this one's kind of not comedy but it's got it's a little more humorous in some ways um but it's a decent flick uh my best friend Trevor has seen this one before. He laughed his ass off, actually, about the chick with the beard. <clears throat> yeah, I remember there's a scene, actually, when he's trying to, like, make love to her when he first marries her. And all she's doing is, like, yes, yes, like, while he's barely doing anything. He's, like, kissing her and then pulling hair out of his tongue. He just looks so miserable. It's, oh, God. that Yeah, that's funny. Compared to his... Other stuff you see by him, that's pretty funny. Um, I, um, you know, I recommend that one. You know, it's got your decent graphic scenes and nature. Um, not sure where you can find that. Um, I don't even know if you can find it to buy. Like, I bought that on 
Amazon years ago, so <laughs> it's probably hard to find if I had to imagine. But, you know, hey, check it out, man. You might like it. You never know. So, the, the last one I'm going to talk about was his last movie. It's called Cat in the Brain. This is considered by most his, like, masterpiece, like one of his best. And, you know, it's up there. Like, it, it's good. It's got a really, you know, cool storyline. And the fun fact that he plays himself. And he actually star. I mean, he cameos, you know, in a lot of his movies in a small part. But he is, like, the main character in this. <clears throat> so, for those of you who don't know what this is about. So, Lucio, Lucio Fulci plays himself. And all the, and he's like becoming super obsessed with like blood and like the effects in his movies. And at the same time, these people are getting murdered in real life. And he's thinking he's like doing it somehow. But then you find out this, eh, this is technically not a spoiler because they show it in the preview. What's really happening is his psychiatrist he's going to is like hypnotizing him, making him think that he's doing it and going crazy where it's the psychiatrist that's actually doing it. And this one's got some good kills too. Um, it's pretty graphic. I actually... So the only way I can get this at the time years, years, years ago, many years ago, was a German-English dub. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a German... It was imported from Germany, and it, it was... It was in English, but it was subtitles in German, so you had to watch German subtitles through the whole thing, which, God, was annoying, but when you don't have to actually read... And find out what the hell is going on. It's not as bad. But still man. God, I hate subtitles so much. But. That was the only way I can get it. And then years later. I was in Best Buy. This is when Best Buy was. Like the shit to go buy horror movies. When they had a decent selection. When they had a selection. I remember seeing that there. I was like oh shit. It was uh, released by Grindhouse. It was a special edition. But. The beauty was there was no fucking subtitles. And I'm pretty sure it was like an updated like visual copy. Like whatever like the high def thing was back then. So it was a, it was a step up. And it was only like $10 if I recall. <clears throat> but I was like man I, 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 gotta dit, I gotta get this you know. And sad enough I've only watched that at like a few times. I really should watch that, you know, some more. Because it's really not that bad of a flick. Uh, like I said, it was his last movie. Uh, was, I think it was made in 1990. He died in 1996, sadly. from uh, It was diabetes related. Um, I think he didn't give his insulin shot. I think that's how he died. I, 
some people say like he did it to as suicide some people think he forgot to take it but i know it was diabetes related to how he passed away which sucks man we lost we lost a good one he he was a good horror director in my opinion definitely my one of my favorites out there especially of like the foreign directors he is definitely top one if i have to guess for myself you know he left behind a big legacy of horror movies now i know he's got a bunch of other movies there's a bunch that i just never seen and the main reason you know i never had an interest the the only two other movies that i have seen by him but I'm not going to say much about only because I didn't care for him. And back, see, back then, I would just buy a movie and hope that, pray to God that I liked it. I always gambled that way. That was my gambling. And, you know, most of the time, I lucked out. But there was a lot of times where I was shit out of luck, like, like, I didn't like it, so then I had to figure out how am I going to get rid of this, you know, like, either, like, go to FYE and trade it in or act a friend, like, hey, you want to buy this, like, five bucks, which, you know, was losing, I, I lost a lot of money just on shit that I, like, didn't like gambling on or later on didn't like, you know, it sucked, but, hey, you know, it's life, you only live once. You got to try things, and that was me trying. But the other two movies by him that I've seen but don't care for was a movie called The House of Clocks and Demonia. I don't remember a damn thing about either one. I just remember The House of Clocks. It was something to do with fucking clocks, and guy, I think, gets cut up by glass or pieces of a clock or some shit. Demonia, if I recall, I think took place in like Italy and had like some religious stuff, which is amazing why I didn't like it because I'm usually like fascinated by like religion in horror movies. But it, um, I, I didn't cut it, I just I couldn't get into it. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, he's got. He's got all the movies, uh, you know, but what I'd mention pretty much, that's my go-tos, what I recommend, and the ones that I'll, you know, follow and watch, you know, forever. But, uh, I mean, there's not a much else I could say about Lucio Fulcher, really, man. Um, I mean, if you... Most horror fans know who he is. Most have heard of him, at least. But there's a lot who have not seen his work. <coughs> Tiffany. <laughs> um, give him a chance, though. Like, you know, it's cheesy English dub because he was an Italian director. But, you know, it, it's it's not bad to get through, in my opinion. You get used to it. But if you like gore, dude, like... This is some gory shit. Like, these are some awesome kills. The effects are pretty cool. You know, there's some that are like, eh, but most of them are really cool. You know, and the stories, I think, are pretty good. I think there's some original stories here. You know? 
thankfully we haven't seen nobody that I know of remaking any of this shit like hopefully we don't ever get to see that cause these need to be left alone and just remember if you do see them make sure they're unrated I don't know how much they cut out for it R rated but watch it unrated uh, again Shudder's only like 6 or 7 bucks a month guys like that is like a horror fans wet dream like there's a bunch of Lucio Fulci movies on there um, I don't think all of them are on there but most there's a you know a few there's at least 5 3 or 5 of the ones I just mentioned on there there's, a, there's some on there but dude like check it out you know and if there are if there are any Lucio Fulci fans out there listening, you know, hit me up, man. Comment, message me, like, give me your take on this. Uh, if I missed anything, you know, let me know. Or even if you know have never seen any of his stuff and you give it a chance, like, hit us up. Like, I want to hear what you think about it. Like, you know, he's got a fan base out there, so I would love to hear from people. Who are new to this, you know? But um, there's nothing else I can really say about about them. I mean, that's all I can say. But you know, check them out and let us know. But that's it, guys. I'm sorry. This this is a little different. It's just me. There's gonna be a few like that. I mean, there's some stuff Erica either doesn't like or hasn't seen yet that I want to talk about. So. Uh, but that's all for now. I'm David, and I am checking out, so catch y'all later.